Good morning, everybody, on this July 26th. How's everybody doing today? I can hear you still, so. All right. Happy to be here. All right. I haven't muted you yet, so you can make noise for a few seconds. (laughs) All right. Well, welcome, everybody. Hold on one second here. Okay, now you're officially muted. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're very fortunate to listen to all the people we have on here, too. Today, we have... From our Scottsdale office, we have Michelle Horowitz. Michelle, if you could please hit star six on your phone, then we'll be able to hear you. You're going to unmute yourself. Can you hear me? I can now, and you sound good, too, so great. So Perfect. anyway, so what I, there's a couple reasons why I invited you to be on here today, but let's start off like this. Tell them a little bit about yourself, how long you've been in the business, maybe you know, your office, your goal this year, and all that good stuff. So I – let me give you a little bit of history. So I moved here a little over two years ago from the northern suburbs of Chicago. And mm-hmm. when, I, when I got here, I had two choices. I worked for a real estate attorney for 18 years, and she happened to be my best friend from high school. And um, when I got here, it was either work for a title company – or um, become a realtor. And I had started with the idea of being a realtor because I'm a people person and I like helping people. Um, but I knew that I can, um, oh, there's my puppy. I thought it was going to be easy. Let me move. Um, so I thought it was going to be, um, a, I didn't want to sit behind a desk for the next 20 years of my career. So I really tended to, think about going to being a realtor because I like people. I like being out and honestly. So I'm talking in circles. So when I um, Mm -hmm. finally decided to, so I passed the real estate um, test and became a realtor. Mm -hmm. And I also was onboarding with a title company. So at that point, I had to, like, sit down with my husband and say, you know, what do I want to be when I grow up? So this is why Mm -hmm. I chose realty over getting at a desk. And I love title. I know a little bit too much about it. But I wanted something new. And I like what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. And and, and it is a little different on the East Coast versus the West Coast, isn't it, doing title work? Oh, yeah. I mean, we're an escrow state in Illinois. So everything went through the attorneys and then through title. So, yeah. Right. Awesome. Okay. And uh, so now, one, so one of the reasons I picked you was because you're in gear now, but in real estate, you did get a little frustrated at first before you kicked into gear, didn't you? I was so frustrated. I was crying. I was giving myself deadlines. I was complaining. I was, but I was still, but I didn't want to give up. So that's really why I joined your coaching calls to give me like accountability and to really go forward and hear what other people were doing and how like listening to other people really encouraged me to keep at it. Right. Yeah. You were, um, I remember uh, you were like, is this going to happen for me? And then, so take us just so they understand, because we have some new people on here today. Take us through that whole process of what you were doing, how you felt and so forth. Um, so I started out doing open houses. 
Um, I really didn't, I didn't have an SOI, a sphere of influence here, because I only knew a couple of people. And I didn't know what I was doing, how to juggle everything. Um, there's a realtor, Kim Nathanson, who is in the Scottsdale office as well. And she at first mentored me because I've known her since third grade back from Illinois. Um, and then, um, we did, yeah, we did an event in my neighborhood, which, you know, really like opened me up to like how to talk to people and, um, and what to do. And, um, I thank him for that. And so, um, from then I just kind of like dabbled in what I can do, how I can do it. And I, I love open houses because I love like talking to people and finding out about that. And then you find out that like three quarters of them are, you know, from the suburbs that you grew up in. And then there's that whole like camaraderie of knowing people who know people. So, right. um, I, but I was very, very frustrated and I'd come home and cry and, you know, do all that nonsense, you know, because of my, you know, it was a combination of everything. What do I, why am I doing this? How am I doing this? And when am I going to give up on it? So um, <laughs> I started I started doing open houses, and like I said, I really enjoyed it. And I picked up a couple of open house leads, and I followed up on it, and nothing, 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 crickets, crickets, crickets. And then finally, um, something clicked, and it got me going. I mean, you know, and they're like, oh, we really want to see this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're really asking me to help them. So I was really excited about that. But my frustration, and I know, you know, Rick, every, I don't know how you dealt with me, like, in the early ages, because I would just, like, be like, when is it going to happen? How am I doing it? What am I going to do? And I really appreciate you, you know, oh, my pleasure. me off the edge. Well, I could tell, you know, I, I can tell when someone's um, voicing their concerns because they want to do it or voicing their concerns because they're looking for a way to get out. And I could tell you really wanted to make it happen. And then you have, you know, like Laura on the call that you're on. Yeah. Tom, you know, t- you, know uh, you, you have a whole bunch of people on there that uh, I think that, um, you know, we're trying to help you. And some of them have been down the road before. And what kind of advice were they giving you? Stick with it. Be consistent. Stick with it. Yeah. Be consistent. Keep talking to people. Keep sticking yeah. with it. And then all of a isn't it amazing how all of a sudden it goes into gear? And then you've been in pretty much gear since then, haven't you? I have. Um, matter of fact, when I get into a lull, I like go into my little depression. What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? But I know that if I be consistent, if, that wasn't if I am consistent, it will start to turn over and then start again. Right. So. And yeah. by consistent, so, you mean talk to people, be proactive and all that good stuff, right? Yeah, start marketing. You know, I I spent a lot of money in marketing. I'm not sure if I've seen a a benefit to it yet, but I know it will happen. Um, actually, in my neighborhood, I just got my first listing in my neighborhood that I've been farming since I moved here. Um, and there's eight realtors in my subdivision, and there's only 255 homes here. So, um, you know, it's, there's a little competition, but I. Honestly, it's my personality, and if they know me, they know how I am and how, you know, how I do business, and that one listing, and that was great, and it closed a couple of weeks ago, so. Nice. Yeah. And that was from your, yeah. that was from your farming campaign, is what you're saying? 
My farming in my neighborhood, yes. And then I'm doing um, two more farms, uh, one with Nicole Demas in our office and one with Thomas Mudd in our office. So, okay. Yeah. And So what do you, you do know, in your farm? Like, let's say the one you live in where you have only 200 and something homes and you got that listing. What exactly? Take us through so just so you can get an idea of what you do to farm that neighborhood. Okay. So I teamed up with um, a financial uh, planner in the community. And at first, it was a new community, so we went from home to home to home saying, hey, we're going to put together a newsletter, and would you like to be on the list? And so we got emails and phone numbers. So, um, yeah, so her name is Jamie Fort, and she's with Edward Jones. And so created through Constant Contact um, a newsletter. And every month, I do a newsletter everyone in the community you know and I pull from Facebook the events you know that we have our events that go on we're very close-knit community Um, so I put everything in there so they see my my mugs like my little advertising at the bottom of the newsletter and same with Jamie so there's that constant recognition of Michelle Horowitz and then um, I've done events in the community Um, I did a uh, pumpkin um, we give out pumpkins and like uh, decorating kits for them um, and Kim and Nathanson and I um, um, thought of that and then I've just been doing it every year since um, with Jamie since we teamed up in the neighborhood um, and we've done that I do a puppy in February Wednesday, I do a puppy pictures and poses in the park I know it's a lot of peas, but I, we had to come up with something. So they <laughs> are puppies or dogs or cats. Or we last year we had a, a hamster. And there's a, a professional photographer in our neighborhood, and he offered his services to get you know take pictures. And people, and then I have props. It's so cute. And then they can buy the pictures online from him or however they do that. But it's such a cutie That's event. a great idea. People come after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just getting people out. Um, in my free time, I am a musician, and I play right. with a, a small ensemble as well as in an orchestra and a band out here. And uh, we've given concerts in the park with my small group, and there's a lot of people that come there. So I, I try to be active, 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 so they know who I am. Right. So What instrument do yeah. you play again? I play the bassoon. It's B as in boy, A, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, O, O, N. And it's mostly, a, um, I'd say, an orchestral um, instrument, and I'm in, like, the oboe, double reed family. So, and I've been doing that. Right. I have a degree in music, so um, I've been doing that quite a while. That's great. So, yeah, so what I'm hearing yeah. is proactive activities is what you're doing for your farming, and, uh, you know, you, you're getting results from doing that. That's great. Right. That's great. Right. Now, and, and so when you clicked in the gear and things started happening and putting deals together and prospects, I mean, and, uh, you know, closing transactions and all that good stuff, is there anything else that you could uh, attribute to that? Meaning? Like, like why, why it was happening. All of a sudden it wasn't working, and then it was happening. working. What do you think uh, caused that to happen? Um, talking to people. 
Yes. And let me see where else I had. One was a referral from a lender that I've known for 20 years back in Illinois. Now she's a lender out here. Um, what? Uh, one, two. Um, I am drawing a blank of where my other rooms were. Oh, one was a, um, a referral from a friend from high school that went to high school with me, but I, you know, we were acquaintances and of course it was band related because I was a band geek. Um, and mm-hmm. <laughs> one of my friends said to this guy who was going to move here, Hey, I think Michelle Horowitz is a realtor in Arizona. And then he got in contact with me and we did a very nice um, purchase in Scottsdale and he's very happy. Um, so that was that. Um, I'm just pulling from, just say in front of people, let them know who you are. Um, you know, reach out to those older friends that you're like, hey, I wonder what's going on with them, how their life turned out, what they're doing, and get in a conversation with them. And I try to do that with my high school friends. Excuse me. Because, yeah, half of Illinois wants to move out here anyway. So. Um, Can't blame them. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, there was just a, an article in the Wall Street Journal, I think on Saturday or Friday, about how unbelievable the Phoenix-Scottsdale area is. And uh, it's really going through some uh, killer growth. And, you know, and it's like, and it, it kind of referenced the old crash of years ago. Vegas went through the same mm-hmm. thing, or really hard. But, uh, you know, it's a great place to live now for a lot, a lot, a lot of reasons. And Phoenix keeps growing. I think it's number five, largest city in the country right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if it grew even past, even to fourth, um, and so forth, because of um, all the factors, cost of living, taxes, weather, it goes on and on. Just like for, I mean, why did you move from Chicago yourself, right? Probably the same reasons. Um, taxes, I was paying over $12,000 a year in taxes. Um, property taxes. Your, property taxes, yes. Um, uh, my husband is an easier life for him, working eight to five Monday through Friday instead of working a night and then a weekend during the month, which was not conducive to, you know, having a social life because he was always tired. And for me, um, it was more for the weather. You know, I can't. Shoveling sunshine is better than shoveling four feet of snow. So. Yep. Yeah. Chicago is beautiful. New England's beautiful where I'm from too, but uh, I like it. And I just want, you know, I, 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 my little joke is I, right before I left to go to New England July 4th weekend, I played golf. It was 112 degrees. Okay. People go, that's terrible. You know what? It really isn't that bad because you're playing golf. Of course you're sweating and you just prepare for it. Right. Then I went back to New right. England two days later and I was playing golf it, and I'm not kidding. 55 degrees in a light rain. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, do the math. Do the math, right? 55 degrees in July? Yep, it was. So it's just a tremendous... Well, and, you know, and, and there's so many reasons, like people from California moving here, people from all over the place. So I guess my question is, how do you keep in touch with your buddies from, uh, you know, Illinois? Facebook, mostly. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I just want them to hear. Um, yeah. And, you know, I post stuff all the time and people commented on it. And, if you know, if I want to uh, bring up a conversation, I instant message them and, you know, just see how yep. they're doing. That's how I do a lot of it. I'm not a big talker because I'm on the phone and talking to people all day. So, right. um, which I really, 
And I think I need to approach that next um, since I've got this, you know, the uh, open houses and farming thing under my belt a little. I need to venture out and do something uncomfortable. Right, because that's how you got into gear was by being a little uncomfortable talking to people. And we went through it. And I I, I remember your concerns. and, 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 you know, let's face it, Michelle, they weren't the first time I've heard those. Right, but they're usually it's it's interesting how they usually come from people who graduate. It gets frustrating. It gets frustrating. It gets frustrating to the point where you think, I don't think I can do this, and then boom, you keep going. It just all of a sudden, you get in gear and things get smoother, don't they? Yeah, and you get that self confidence, um, which I lack a lot of. But I mean, it's a little self confidence and a pat on the back, and you're like, okay, maybe I have to do this, and you know, you just keep going. Yeah, and I, I would say I would say that once you had a couple of deals under your belt, that confidence level that you have that you portray when you're talking to people, it's probably some of the it's probably one of the things that's attracting people to do business with you now. Right. Right. And yep. hopefully they'll tell their friends, you know. I mean referral target is a compliment, right? I mean that that phrase is used a lot. But it's true. Yep. Um sure is. Yeah, and then yeah. Um, I I met these ladies at an open house and um they bought their first house and by FaceTiming. Um Nice. And, yeah, and then they bought two investment properties for me. So Wow. Um yeah, so it's all about the open houses. Give be you. That if that's a good another one because I, you know, I came here. I could be anyone that I wanted to be, right? I mean, I could have right, you could. changed, you know, because no one knew me. And I tried for a little while, like, not letting people in, you know, into my mental, into my space. But that's not me. Do you know what I mean? So right. I kind of reverted back to me, and I'm happy with it. Good. So just be you and, you know, talk to talk. Yeah, and you know what, I think, and being from the East Coast, too, I think, be, you know, first off, if you're going to be open and positive and wonderful, I mean, there's no better place. I mean, you know, every day sunny, you know, like back where I'm from, 50, half the days are rainy and cloud. Here, you know, on this side of the country, especially where we are, Phoenix and uh, Las Vegas, I mean, California, they mean sunny, it's beautiful. Most It's a lot easier to be upbeat and positive and so forth. And I think by doing that, and, you know, being educated about what you do, being but also being upbeat, you attract people to work with you. They, well, they don't want to work with anybody who's a drag, right? Right. That's very yeah. true. Um, but And you become friends with these people. I mean, yeah. my clients, like four of them have been over to eat at my house. And I keep in touch with them. And, you know, people are coming to see my new puppies. And, I mean, it's great. I love it. Tell them what kind of puppies you have. <laughs> uh, they're very big. Uh, so they're Portuguese water dogs, and they're brother and yep. sister from the same um, litter. And I swear to God, every time they wake up from a nap, their paws get bigger, and there's, like, grown an inch. <laughs> I mean, I'm exaggerating, but they're just – we got them. That's great. They're 5.5 pounds. So, yeah, and they're just um, – 16 weeks old. So. That's fun. They're great. Yeah. 
It's and, fun. It's a lot of work, but wouldn't I wouldn't do it any different. So, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so yeah. all right, so now now you've been doing this what almost two years now, right? Yeah, it'll be two years. Um, the end of August. Yeah. Two years. Okay. So, and you've gone from frustrated, is this going to work for me, to in really good gear, so congratulations. And what would be the three pieces of advice you'd tell them, especially the newer people, on how to get their, you know, their, uh, get into gear, get cranking, things to, uh, that will concern you one day that maybe won't the next. So what would be the three biggest pieces of advice you'd give them? So when I started, I was like at the office every, every day. So there's classes, there's motivation. I mean, just like sitting there with people around you that you can like talk, talk to talk with agents in the office, gives you ideas, makes you stay positive. Because everyone's positive in the office. They're like, good morning, you know, so we're all yeah. positive. Um, and team up, try to team up with someone and just not to team up, but to run ideas off of each other and just um, surround yourself with people that are doing the same thing you're doing and then you'll all be successful, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. no one wants to see someone go down a bad path or, oh, she did a deal, why didn't I get it? No, you're you're this for you and and your goals are your personal goals and there's no competition. You're only competing with yourself and you all want to be successful, so... Um, don't give up. Um, find something, you know, Rick, always, you always talk about, you know, like do open houses, do calls, do expired, you know, do, go door knocking. You know, I've, you, you got to do it. The only way you're going to yeah. do it is to do it. And you need to do it. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, you're not going to do anything. Just do it. Do it. I, I know, right? Video. Just do it. It's so true, though. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, it's been, you know, and it's a joy because I know Thomas Mudd is, uh, you know, he's, uh, you guys do a lot of stuff together. You and Nicole do mm-hmm. stuff together. I know you started with Kim. And and you mentioned it too. The office is a great atmosphere. Um, you know, it's a great, that bullpen, the whole, you know, you guys have the big training room there. So it's a lot of uh, positive vibes going on in that office, which is great. And, uh, you right. know, and then I know you also use company tools because we have some great company tools for you guys, especially the newer people. Well, I would say the newer people, but also the veterans are the ones that are really going, hey, you know what, I can take my people out of this CRM and put them into the company one because now it's really great, and I agree with them. I mean, I mean, when I started with the company, the tools were good, but today they're ballistic compared to that. Oh, yeah. I use the VAC all the time, um, updating my contacts, even, like, checking my dashboard of my transactions and stuff because, um, you know, I'm – I. I consider myself organized, but sometimes I, you know, slip a little. So, um, you know, it just gets me back on track, like putting everything in the VAC, which is, you know, a great tool. Um, yeah. So. Great. Uh, yeah. Say no, something else. You have everybody in that VAC 2.0 getting like maybe what neighborhood reports and uh, newsletters no, and. That's- not so much neighborhood reports unless they're looking in a specific area. When I meet them at open houses, I put them on a, a wide range. Um, so I really don't use the neighborhood report in the VAC unless they're going to ask oh, cool. me for it. I do it for the newsletter and holidays for sure. Oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah, I mean, and it's really good-looking branded stuff, so it makes you look like you're on top of it. And, I, you know, I, I some of those newsletters, I, I, I look at them, and I'm like, wow, that is – especially since I've been in the business when it was nowhere near that slick. Yeah. Well, that was before cell phones, right, and all that stuff. Yeah, I was, yeah. No, I, you know. I, I and I was before the Internet. When I started in the business, only a person or two had a pager. And I just always think that was so fun because my thought was – only doctors wear pagers, and I don't have clients that die or listings that die, so I'm not getting one of those. And then when phones – I used to like – and I, and I just, was just on the phone with one of our agents about this. I used to like – and this is going to sound crazy – I used to like uh, – they couldn't find me after work. They could, nobody would call your home phone number back then. They'd call you at the office, right? Right. So, um, right. right, and that was – so that was nice, actually. It was because everybody had the same playing field, right? So I thought that was cool. But you know, the thing is, is that today, with you have to learn to compartmentalize your, you or time block your schedule and be really. Otherwise, you could be a store twenty-four agent. I call them. You're always available, always open, which I do not recommend. Yeah, I'm having a little problem with that because you know I, I'm a people pleaser, so I like to answer questions. Right. You know. So um, now I'm saying I'll do this tomorrow morning or, um, you know, I'm, I'm watching TV. I don't care what I say. I mean, it's just I want to let them know that I, I receive what they're looking for and I will get to it in a timely manner so I don't have to get on the phone with them great. now. Yeah. All right, cool. Any final words of wisdom you want to leave these lovely – by the way, thanks for taking your time out today. This was great. Any final words you want to oh, leave these yeah. lovely people? Um, be consistent, take, okay. uh, take advantage of all the training, go to meetings, be, surround yourself with positive people, talk to people. And it's, you know, it's who, you know, that will refer you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that too. Um, mm-hmm. and just keep at it. It will happen. Mm-hmm. I promise. You know? Yep. Um, Even those yeah. days you thought it wouldn't, it still did. It did. And even yeah. now, when there's a lull, I, I freak out a little, but then something pops up. So mm-hmm. just be consistent. Yeah, and, and basically it sounds like what you're saying is get involved. You know, we as a company and your managers, we have activities because they cause you to do business. We have tools because they will help you and assist you in looking good and really keeping your customers and clients involved and doing business. So get involved, show up, join the party. The journey is fun, and it definitely is rewarding when it starts paying you back, Michelle, isn't it? It really is. Yep. Good. And then another tool that um, is yep. really good to have is Canva. I, you know, you oh, can yeah. be so creative and my postcards are, well, our postcards that I send out, you know, I usually just mimic whatever Nicole and I do and I do it for my neighborhood as well. Um, but they're fun. They're cute. They're not the ordinary, you know, list your home with me. You, you know what I mean? They're like, woo, let's mm-hmm. list your home, you know? So, um, and they're fun and they're, you know, that's just our style. So you can create whatever style you want in Canva, and it's a great tool to learn and to use. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Michelle, I just want to say for everybody, thank you very much for taking your time out. Everybody else will do this again in one week. Have a great week. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate it. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you.